Welcome to the Artificial Intelligence Podcast with your host, Dr. Tony Huang. I talk anything and everything that has to do with AI, ML, and data science. Let's go over what AutoML or Automated Machine Learning is. So AutoML frameworks and services eliminate the need for skilled data scientists to build machine learning and deep learning models. The two biggest barriers to the use of machine learning, both classical uh, machine learning and deep learning, are getting the right skills and computing resources. You can solve the second problem by throwing money at it, either for the purchase of accelerated hardware, such as computers with high-end GPUs, or for the rental of compute resources in the cloud, you know, such as uh, instances with attached GPU, uh, TPU, and FPGA. On the other hand, solving the, um, the, the skills problem is much harder. Data scientists often command hefty salaries and may still be difficult to recruit. Google was able to train many of its employees on its own TensorFlow framework, but most companies you know, barely have people skilled enough to build machine learning and deep learning models themselves, much less teach others how. So you know, what is AutoML? Um, automated machine learning, or AutoML, aims to reduce or eliminate the need for skilled data scientists to build machine learning and deep learning models. Instead, an AutoML system allows you to uh, provide the labeled training data as input and receive an optimized model as output. So there are several ways of you know going about this. Uh, one approach is for the software to simply train every kind of model on the data and pick the one that works the best. Um, a refinement of this would be for it to build one or more uh, ensemble models that combine the, the other models, um, which sometimes uh, you know, gives better results. Um, a second technique is to optimize the hyperparameters of the best models or uh, um, and and basically train an even better model. Um, so feature engineering is uh, a valuable addition to any model training, which we'll get to later on. Um, one way of de-skilling deep learning is to use transfer learning essentially customizing a, uh, a well-trained general model for specific data. So what is hyperparameter optimization? All machine learning models have parameters, uh, meaning the weights for each variable or feature in the model. There are usually, you know, determined by, the, th these are usually determined by like um, back propagation of the error plus iterations under the control of an optimizer such as stochastic gradient descent. Um, most machine learning models also have hyperparameters that are set outside of the training loop. 
So these often include, you know, the learning rate, the dropout rate, um, the model specific parameters such as the number of trees in a random forest. So hyper uh, parameter tuning or hyper parameter optimization, sometimes you'll see it as HPO, um, is an automatic way of sweeping or searching through one or more of the hyperparameters of a model to find the set that results in the best trained model. So this can be really, really time consuming since you need to train the model again, right? Which is called the inner loop uh, for each set of um, the hyperparameter values in the sweep, which is called the outer loop. So if you train many models in parallel, you can reduce the time required um, at the expense of using more hardware. So next let's talk about what is um, feature engineering? So uh, a feature is an individual measurable property or characteristic of um, a phenomenon being observed. So the concept of a feature is related to that of an explainable variable, which is used in statistical uh, techniques such as like linear regression. So uh, a feature vector um, combines all of the features for a single uh, row into a numerical vector. Feature engineering is a process of finding the best set of variables and the best data encoding and, and normalization for input into the model training process. Part of the art of choosing features is to pick a minimum set of independent variables that explain the problem. So if two variables are highly correlated, either they need to be combined into a single feature or one should be dropped. Uh, sometimes people perform uh, principal component analysis, um, otherwise you'll see it as PCA, to convert correlated variables into a set of linearly uncorrelated variables. So to use um, categorical data for machine um, classification, you need to encode the text labels into another form. Um, so these, so there, there are two common encodings, right? Um, one is label encoding, which means that each text label value is replaced with a number. Um, the other is called a one-hot encoding, which means that each text label is turned into a column with a binary value, either a one or a zero. Most machine learning frameworks have functions that do the um, conversion for you. So in general, um, one-hot encoding is preferred as label encoding can sometimes confuse the machine learning algorithm into thinking that the um, encoded column is ordered. So to use um, numerical data in machine regression, you usually need to normalize the data. Um, otherwise, the numbers with like really, really large ranges might tend to dominate um, the um, Euclidean distance uh, between feature vect uh, vectors. So um, their effects could be uh, like mag magnitude uh, or magnified at the expense of the other fields. And the steepest descent um, optimization might have difficult converging. Now there are a number of ways to normalize and 
standardized data for machine learning, including you know minimum, maximum normalization, uh, mean normalization, standardization, and scaling to unit lengths. So uh, this process is often called feature scaling. Now, some of the transformations that people use to um, construct new features or reduce the dimensionality of feature vectors are simple. So, for example, you know, subtracting the year of birth from the year of, of death, you can construct age at death, uh, which is a <clears throat> like a prime independent variable for lifetime and mortality analysis. Um, in other cases, feature construction may not be so obvious. Um, so let's let's talk about what is transfer learning. Um, transfer learning is sometimes called custom machine learning and sometimes called AutoML, uh, mostly at uh, by Google. Um, rather than starting from scratch when training models from your data, um, for instance, one of the ser service providers, Google Cloud, has AutoML, which um, implements automatic deep learning, uh, uh, de deep transfer learning, uh, meaning that it starts from an existing deep neural network trained on other data and uh, neural um, architectural search, meaning that it finds the right combination of extra network layers. Uh, for like language pair translation, natural language classification, and image classification. Um, that's a different process than what's usually meant by AutoML, and it doesn't cover as many use cases. Um, on the other hand, if you need a custom deep learning model in a supported area, transfer learning will often you know produce a superior model. So. Um, there are a couple of AutoML impl uh, implementations that uh, we'll talk about. Um, some are like paid services, some are free sources, um, but you know the list I'm, uh, I'm going to talk about um, by no means uh, are complete and final. So uh, there's AutoML services, which um, all of the th big three cloud services have some type of AutoML. Um, Amazon SageMaker is one of them, which does hyperparameter tuning, but doesn't automatically try multiple models or perform feature engineering. The other one, uh, which is owned by Microsoft, uh, Microsoft Azure Machine Learning, has both AutoML, which sweeps through features and algorithms and hyperparameter uh, tuning, which you can typically run on the best algorithms chosen by AutoML. ML. Uh, GCP, which is Google Cloud, um, has their own AutoML, um, is a deep transfer learning for language pair translation, natural language classification, and image classification. Um, there's a number of smaller companies that offer AutoML services as well. You know, for instance, uh, DataRobot, which claims to have invented AutoML, has a strong reputation in the market, and while uh, .data has a tiny market share and a mediocre user interface. Um, it has a strong feature engineering uh, capabilities and covers many enterprise use cases. Um, another one is h2o.ai, uh, driverless AI, um, which can help like a data scientist turn out models like a Kegelmaster. 
doing feature engineering, algorithm sweeps, hyperparameter optimizations in a unified way. So let's talk about um, you know AutoML frameworks. Um, AdaNet is a lightweight TensorFlow-based framework for um, automatically learning high-quality models with uh, minimal expert intervention. Uh, another one's AutoCaris, which is a uh, an open source um, software library for automated machine learning, which was uh, developed at Texas A&M that provides functions to automatically search for architecture and hyperparameters of deep learning models. Um, there's NNI, which is uh, Neural Network Intelligence. It's a toolkit from Microsoft that helps users um, design and tune machine learning models, uh, otherwise known as hyperparameters. Um, also like neural network architects um, or a complex systems parameter in an efficient and automatic way. Thanks for listening to the podcast. You can contact me at tonyphoang.com for more information on AI, ML, and data science.